we shift gears to see you, Adam Munster Tiger from BuffStampede.com. Uh, Adam, we had not talked to you in a few weeks here, and I'm curious of your opinion. You've been covering this team for a very long time. I'm curious of your opinion of what happened this past week. There's been a lot of discourse. It was this time last week that we were reacting to the news that Sean Lewis had been demoted, Pat Shermer promoted, and all the context that went along with that. What's the uh, past uh, week been like for you? Yeah, it's been interesting. First off, it's great to be on with you guys. Uh, it was a surprising move given the sense that Sean Lewis's hire by Coach Prime was one of the things that got folks the most excited, you know, based on the reputation he had built as an offensive mind at Kent State as the head coach there and then at some previous stops. Uh, he comes from the Dino Babers coaching tree and folks were really excited to get his high up-tempo offense going in Boulder because you, you've got that altitude advantage. Um, but you just continued to hear as this season was progressing and they were having some issues offensively that it just wasn't meshing all that well uh, between Sean Lewis and Shadour Sanders. And beyond that, I don't know a whole lot. Uh, but, you know, it was one of those situations where Shadour Sanders has – three more games this season, and then it sounds like he's going to come next, back next year for a senior year. But still, his eligibility clock is ticking pretty loud. And so you want to get this offensive coordinator, offensive line coach situation figured out ASAP so that you can jump into 2024 uh, with with the right mixture in terms of the staff and Shador meshing better than he did with Sean Lewis. And so uh, from that standpoint, it wasn't surprising, the change, uh, because, it, again, it's it's not meshing, and it's clear it's not going to work out long-term. Maybe you stop trying to hammer a square peg to a round hole. And Pat Shermer getting elevated, I know it, it kind of brings up PTSD around here, um, but I don't know if I expect Pat Shermer to be the offensive coordinator going into 2024. This is something uh, to try to get some continuity going, to change things up a little bit for a struggling offense right now this season. So um, that part of it, I, I get if maybe if Pat Shermer was the long-term answer, that would give you some pause for concern. But um, it, it was surprising from the standpoint that Sean Lewis did not work out at Colorado but it was not a surprising development based on way things were trending this fall that they went into in a different direction. Interesting, Adam. Uh, Adam, with Pat Shermer being the offensive coordinator last week, did you see any difference from Pat Shermer or when Sean Lewis was was uh, the offensive coordinator or offensive coordinator? There were a few subtle changes. It looked like they went uh, a little less with the RPO stuff that they had been doing a lot with Sean Lewis. Uh, there were a few times where you kind of noticed a few wrinkles here in terms of getting the ball out of Shadour Sanders' hands just a little bit quicker. But, you know, you know this. You, you're not going to be able to change a whole offense. Yeah this far into a season. So the, the tweaks that are being made are pretty small based at least on what I saw. And I, I don't think you can really ask these guys to, to do more than that at this point. Uh, Adam, you mentioned, um, you said square peg round hole with the offensive coordinator and um, uh, Shador and just the production of the offense. But you got to help me a little bit. And I know it didn't go well against UCLA, but this was an offense over the course of eight games that was averaging 30 points and 400 yards. So when you say square peg round hole, are you talking about from a personality standpoint? Because I fear that maybe there was a an overreaction to a small sample size of, of, of bad offensive football. You, you, you follow me there? 
Well, it's some of the stuff they're asking him to do with the RPO game. Whereas if you were to bring in a Byron Leftwich as an offensive coordinator, oh. uh, he would wouldn't be doing that, you know, that quite to that style of an offense. And you know, also Sean Lewis came in with Bill O'Boyle, uh, who was his offensive line coach at Kent State, and so they were. I don't know if I would say a package deal, but that was kind of a combination that came in. And obviously the, the offensive line struggles this season have been a result of, uh, you would have to assume at this point poor coaching because there's uh, a left tackle in Jared Christian Lichtenhand that was playing at a really high level early in the season. And his play has regressed as the season's gone along. They have not been able to really figure out anything with that group. And the offensive line coach, missed on a lot of the the transfer portal guys they brought in this year. You look on the other side of the ball, on the defensive line, uh, they brought in a lot of guys on the portal that have panned out, and and you're starting to see that defense play better football because they hit on more of those portal guys on that side of the ball than they did as you compare it to the offensive line. So part of it was the Bill O'Boyle, Sean Lewis package as well that kind of played into that, I would imagine. In terms of was it a personality issue as well, that that I would just be speculating on. I, I don't quite know the dynamic between Shadour and Sean Lewis uh, from from that standpoint. Obviously, we still see a lot of video from uh, Deion Sanders Jr. on social media, but you know they're, they're only going to put out certain stuff. So I, again, I would be guessing. I don't know what their dynamic was uh, from a personality standpoint. Adam, how banged up is Shadour right now? Um, will he last the rest of the season? He's pretty banged up. Yeah, I asked Coach Prime about that on Tuesday, and and he said that he's doing things from a uh, a rehab standpoint each week that in, in the past he would kind of shy away from and, and refuse to do. Uh, he didn't get into specifics there, but Coach Prime has also mentioned that Shadour has had to get ejected uh, in two games, the last two games, because he's been so banged up. And Shadour mentioned earlier this season that it was an ankle issue that he was dealing with. But I, I'd imagine there's a lot more than just that ankle that's hurting on him right now. We've seen him get sacked more than any, any other quarterback in the country by uh, a sizable margin. And so uh, can he finish the season? I don't know. He's shown already that he's a warrior, you know, uh, so if you played with the ultimate warrior quarterback yeah. in, in Sefo Lufau, yeah. um, Shadour's showing a lot of those same toughness attributes from, uh, you know, no matter how many times he gets knocked down, he gets back up. And uh, it's been pretty impressive to, to watch that. But it's also been hard to watch because uh, he deserves a little more protection. I mean, at UCLA, when he got sacked seven times, there were plays where he didn't even get to his first option. Yeah. And it, it's it, you're just not going to succeed as a quarterback when that's the, the situation. Last one for you, Adam, and we're talking with Adam Munster-Tiger from BuffStampede.com looking ahead to tomorrow's game against nationally ranked Arizona who has knocked off a ranked opponent in their own right for three straight weeks. You go back four weeks, they're losing in overtime to a good USC team. So if the Buffaloes are going to pull this off tomorrow, what needs to happen? Well, you could maybe catch Arizona in a letdown spot. You know, this is the first time that they've been ranked since 2017, the first time they've been bowl eligible since 2017. So if that's kind of the, the vibe, maybe Arizona, which has played so consistently to the season, if you compare what they've done to what Colorado's done, uh, you have to pick Arizona to win this football game. But maybe it is a letdown spot for them. Uh, senior day is not going to have maybe the same emotions tomorrow as you'd have you know, typically because, you know, these 11 scholarship guys that are playing their last home game, it's not like they were on campus for four or five years, but there's still going to be that extra juice to want to send those guys off on a good note. And 
you know, if one of these Saturdays the offensive line decides to show up, and there were some comments made by Arizona edge rusher Taylor Upshaw. Yeah. Uh, he called Shadur Sanders a, a little boy. You know, if that, that offensive mm. line wants to get fired up and they have a, a performance, we know what Shadur can do when he's given time. If he's given time tomorrow, that would be another uh, you know possible upset scenario for for Colorado. Yeah, and, and for those who don't know what Adam's mentioning, Arizona defensive lineman Taylor Upshaw, who is a, a graduate student, spent time with the Buffs program uh, in the spring before joining the Wildcats. He went on Instagram and said, "Quote: Get your mind right, little boy." At Shador Sanders, mm. tagged him with a picture of Mike Tyson. Yeah. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see how it all goes <laughs> down tomorrow uh, afternoon. Adam, thanks so much for your time, man. Uh, enjoy the game. Yeah, I enjoyed it, guys. Thank you. All right, there he goes, Adam Munster Tiger, BuffStampede.com.